Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Blush. I'm Tiffany, and I'm here with my co-host, Heva. Hi guys, we're so excited for this episode. We have the incredible Lindsay Rose joining us, aka the Quantum Blonde. She's a manifestation coach and she recently went viral on TikTok with her two cup method for manifesting. We're going to talk about it in the episode and we'll also share it on our socials. Yes, she did. We talk with her all about manifesting. And whether you've manifested before or have never tried it, she shares her amazing insight and tips. So grab a piece of paper and take some notes because Lindsay is going to give you, honestly, some life-changing tools on how to get what you want. This week, we have a special giveaway. You'll have to refer to our Instagram to see what it is, but it's really good. You're not going to want to miss out. Um, We'll remind you of it throughout the week, but to enter the giveaway, all you have to do is screenshot the episode, share it on your stories, and tag us at BlushPod. And honestly, this is probably the only real health and wellness episode that we have. So please share it. It's so good. I want everyone to hear Lindsay's message because it's so powerful and it can really affect and change your life. So without further ado, we'll take you to the episode. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. I am such a huge fan. I found your videos on TikTok and I became low-key obsessed. Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I, this is my favorite topic in the whole world. So when you reached out, I'm like, yes, let's do it. <laughs> Could you start by giving us a little bit of your background and how you got into manifestation? So I started about five years ago. I went through like a really massive spiritual awakening and I was like at the lowest, lowest point of my life. And I was going through, um, I was in a really, really abusive relationship. Um, I was in a job that was just like sucking my soul and I felt like I had no purpose. Um, I was really just in this like dark hole of why am I even here? What am I doing? I just like had all these thoughts about like not even wanting to be here. And I just was like asking, I remember laying in my bed one night and I was just like asking the universe to show me a sign to help me get out of this darkness that I was in. And I just randomly came across an Abraham Hicks YouTube video. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with Abraham Hicks, but it's- yes. She teaches, um, it's Esther Hicks that channels Abraham and Abraham teaches all about the law of attraction and how our thoughts create our reality. And I just started binging on Abraham Hicks and I was obsessed. I'm like, okay, this is the first thing I have found in my life that actually makes sense. And I need to know everything about it. And, and I, in the past, I had been in church. I grew up religious and none of it ever resonated with me. You know, I was always like, this doesn't make sense. Like the pieces just don't fit. 
And as soon as I started learning about the law of attraction, it opened up all these doors to, okay, well, how does the universe actually work? And so then I started diving into quantum physics and understanding like the way that everything works on a quantum level and how everything that you think about actually manifests and then all the ideas of multiverses. And I just got addicted to it basically. (laughs) And so when I realized what was going on and how drastically I was able to change my own life using the, the methods I was learning, I realized that I had to share it. Like I just had this calling to share this with the world. And I was so deeply passionate about it that I was like, I need to do this full time. And so I quit my job. I was working for uh, Live Nation Entertainment at the time. I had a really great job and I was doing well, but I just didn't, I wasn't happy. So I left and I started to build a coaching business and to just see how many people I could help. And it just kind of took off from there. And so I've been doing it roughly five years. So I follow a lot of different types of meditation teachers. And what I think you do very differently than all the others that I follow is that quantum piece, right? I mean, I think Dr. Joe Dispenza, who isn't really, I wouldn't say like a manifestation teacher, but he does kind of talk about quantum stuff, but not in the same way that you do. So could you talk about that a little? Yeah. So, I mean, it's basically this idea that we live in a world, in in a reality where everything is energy and everything is vibrating, essentially. Um, We are vibrating beings. And if you break it down to the very, very, very tiny, tiny particle, we are just energy and electrons vibrating. And we, through our consciousness, have an effect on our energy field. And consciousness being the way that we think, the way that we feel, um, the actions that we take in our life, it impacts our vibrational field and the energy that we give off. And through this energy, we are attracting certain things into our lives based on the energy that we're giving off the frequency that we exist on because we're in this vibrational reality. So the way that I teach it basically is the more that you're able to control your thoughts and your emotions and your, the way that you're vibrating, that's how you essentially attract or create your reality consciously. I think that was the biggest realization to me in my life was that I had felt for so long that I was a victim that I was just like born into this life, that somebody gave me this like really shitty hand and that I had absolutely no control over what was going on. And I just had to accept that I was, this is just the way it was. And when I realized like, oh, wow, I actually am creating this. I am a creator. And through my thoughts and my belief systems, you know, which were essentially created as we're children and what we see around us, and our parents teach us, we, we see it on television, media, it gives us these paradigms that we live in that we just don't even realize are actually controlling our lives. And when you recognize that you are actually in control and you can change the way that you think, you can change what you believe. And through doing that, you will alter your reality. You're going to alter what you experience and what you attract into your life. And it gives you your power back in a really amazing way. Do you think if something is and this is tough, but do you think if something is happening to you and it's negative or you're in a negative situation that you've manifested that to a certain degree? 
Because I spiral. I'm like, I did this to myself. Like, this is my fault. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately the key is to come from love and compassion for yourself in all cases, regardless of what you're going through. Because nine times out of 10, if you've attracted a negative situation, it's not because you're like, I want to experience this really negative thing. It's because you have maybe a limiting belief or you have something that has happened to you in your life. Maybe you experienced a trauma or some sort of situation that has created this this perspective that you have, that it's not your fault per se, but it is something Mm -hmm. that you're having this experience to have awareness of what you're doing, to have awareness of what is going on within you because your outer world is a reflection of what's going on within you. So if you can just take every experience in your life and look at it through love and compassion, but also in a way that it's it's data, it's data for you to say, what would, what would I have to be thinking about right now in order to be experiencing this reality? Yeah, no, that's such a better way of looking at it. <laughs> Taking me a I long time that. to look at it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you talk about quantum jumping? Quantum jumping, when I when I started understanding what this was, it like literally changed my life. Um, and I recently did a video, like, I don't know if you guys saw, mm-hmm. it was the two cup method mm-hmm. that helps you oh, with, with yes. quantum jumping. Yeah. Yeah. I did it the other day. Wait, can you actually tell us how you came across that before you got into what it is? Yeah. So about three years ago, I came across this method. I was watching, I don't even, I wish I could give credit to who it was, but I saw a video on YouTube. And it was about this two cup method. And I was in my kitchen one day and I was, um, you know, I was going through kind of a rough patch in my business. And so I decided to try this method and I put, I did the two sticky notes on the water and everything. And within like a week, my whole business shifted. Like I started attracting clients and the momentum started to change and my energy changed. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. So I started using it pretty consistently anytime I wanted to make a a big jump in my life. And I found it to be super effective, mostly because, well, first of all, there's belief, right? But also because energy carries frequency or water carries frequency. And water is a really powerful tool for manifesting. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Emoto, but he did a study on water, basically um, channeled like uh, loving energy into a glass of water and then, and then looked under a microscope at the particles of water and how they, how they looked like in this really beautiful structure. And then he would play like heavy metal to the water. And then he'd look at the structure of that and it was really, you know, disoriented and yeah. cool. So water has memory and it has, um, it has vibration. So when you, the idea when you're doing this is you're charging the water with your intention. And so as you drink it, you're actually assimilating to the frequency of the desired reality that you want to experience. And that's basically what quantum jumping is, is that you are shifting from one particular reality to another. And the theory behind that is that we we live in a multiverse. And um, Stephen Hawking talks about this a lot. Albert Einstein has talked about it. But we live in a multiverse, which means there are parallel realities that are existing right now, all the you know, at once. And there's a version of you that exists in other realities that you have the ability to tap into. And you can do that through the power of visualizing and actually allowing yourself to go to that version of you and essentially becoming that version of you and feeling the vibration of what it's like to be the millionaire version of you, or maybe the version of you that became a famous actress or the version of you that became a Buddhist monk or whatever, but it exists. And if you can imagine it, it exists in a reality somewhere that you have the ability to jump into through the power of your mind and intention. 
That's so cool. There's a version of me somewhere that's not batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I'll tap into her more. <laughs> I love that. I think that's so, so fascinating. And the video that I found was the video that you were talking about. The cups, he was did it. I'm going to do it. I want to do it after this to really get into the mindset. And can you tell us what that video is and what you did and explain it? Yeah. So basically what I did, I was at like 3000 followers on TikTok and I was trying to think of like a good example or something that would be kind of quantitative where people could see that it actually worked. And I was thinking like, you know, I'd really like to get to 20,000 just so that I could help more people with manifestation because this is my passion. And so I just decided to do the method kind of and show people like how to do it. So um, you take the two cups of water on one sticky note, you put your current reality. And then on the other sticky note, you put your desired reality and you put one on one glass and one on the other. And then for the current reality, you just kind of sit there and you think about where you're at, you know, and you're sending that intention into the water. Like this is where I'm where I currently am. This is how I feel. And then you take that glass and you pour the water into the desired reality. And then you take, you know, at least six, 60 seconds or so, and you just visualize the desired reality. And you can even speak it because it's really powerful to speak things out loud. And so you speak into it. I have 20,000 followers on TikTok. I'm so excited. I get to help so many more people with manifestation. I'm so grateful. And you're speaking it into the water and then you drink it. And so I did this. And within literally less than 48 hours, I had almost 50,000 followers on TikTok. And I'm now I'm almost wow. close to 100,000 within like five days. It's insane. I went and looked at your TikTok today to prep for this. And I was like, oh my God, she's almost at 100K. (laughs) That's so cool. Are are you just constantly doing the cups or is this just like once you do it, it's just like on a roll? I just did it once and I just said it, you know, and I, the thing is, I think that why this worked so profoundly for me is because I was having fun with it. And I think that's the key. If you get overly attached to an outcome and you're like, I need this thing to happen, like it has to happen, then you're, you're almost like coming from a place of lack. And when you're in lack vibration, then you're just going to get more of lack to validate where you are. So if you're having fun with it and you're just really lighthearted about it and you're like, this is cool, like I'd really love for this to happen. And then you just kind of detach from it, you know, Mm -hmm. don't worry about how is this going to happen? Is it going to happen? What if it doesn't happen? What do I need to do? It's just kind of like, you know, this is what I want. And I believe that it's possible. And I'm just going to put it out there. And I'm just going to go enjoy my day and enjoy my life and be happy. And then that's how things just manifest. It attracts it to you. Yeah, it's so funny you say that because he and I were talking about how in the past for me personally, I feel like I've tried to manifest certain things, but it was coming from a place of like desperation kind of, and it didn't happen. And there's such a fine line between really wanting something and being like low key kind of desperate for it. What is a tip that you have? I mean, you kind of answered it and said, you just kind of forget about it. But if someone's in like a really desperate place, do you have any advice of how they can like switch that a little bit? Yeah, I would recommend if you're in a desperate place to not even practice trying to manifest something, what you have to do is find a way to get yourself into a more neutral vibration. Because if you are coming from lack and you're like, oh my God, I need this thing. I need this thing. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. You're creating more of the reality of not having it. 
you are giving so much focus to, I don't have this thing and I need this thing and I don't have it. And I don't, you know, and then you're, so that's your experience. So you got to take your focus off of the thing that you're wanting to manifest so badly. And you've got to find a way to feel better. And I, sometimes I'll tell people like, go take a nap and do something that you really enjoy. That's maybe creative or go for a walk or go to the beach or do something that makes you feel good. And when you're feeling good, then start to think about like, oh, you know, it'd be really cool if I could experience this. Like, I wonder what it would be like. And then start to get into more of like a fun, creative space with it instead of like, I need this thing right now to happen. Otherwise, I'm going to just die. You know, like you don't want to come from that space. I used to be like so desperate for a boyfriend. Like I just, I had been single for so long. Like all I wanted was a partner and like I would try so hard to manifest this and I just was coming from such an extreme like desperate place. And then when this podcast started, that really started to ease because I was going on a, on a lot of dates and talking about it on the podcast. So I was like, well, I should probably be single for another minute for the podcast. And then I did date someone and then we broke up. And when we broke up, I was like, I literally don't care if I'm single until the day I die. Like I just, I, I mean, sure. I'd like to be with someone eventually, but I literally would not care if I'm single until the day I die. And I just like immediately ended up in a relationship with this guy who I used to really like and like everything just magically came together of course yep. and it's funny because like now I look at it and I see it so clearly I'm like well as soon as I I was like in a place of deservingness I was like I you know and it it just it really didn't bother me and I want to apply that to other parts of my life so badly and I it's funny because I'm like really struggling with it so I'm glad that you said that I might just try to ease a little bit yeah I mean the, the second you let go of the resistance you're naturally going to be in the allowing state because the only reason you feel like shit for not having something you want is because you're out of the out of alignment with it. You're not allowing yourself to have it. You're you're coming up with all of these reasons and stories and fabrications as to why it isn't possible for you and you know why this isn't happening and all the limiting beliefs and the doubt and all of that creep in and it's only you keeping it from you. You're mm -hmm. keeping it away. So the more that you recognize like, okay, well, why hasn't this thing manifested? What am I believing? What's my story here? And then the work is to switch that story and say, you know what? I am deserving. Just like you said, when that relationship came in, I am deserving. I'm worthy. There's nothing I have to do for this thing to happen. And I'm just going to get happy because I know it's coming and I know it's possible and I don't have to worry about this. And I'm just going to focus on what feels good. And the more you can work yourself into that positive energy state and the less you're like needing it to happen that's when it shows up mm, I love that so much now when you are trying to manifest do you think it matters how specific you are when you want something like for example like a romantic partner do you think it's better to say I want like a husband or just keep it like I want romance do you know what I mean like how in it should we go well, anything that you want in your life, any experience you want, it's just because of a feeling that you think you're going to have for when you have that thing, right? So if you're saying, mm -hmm. I want I want a partner, well, what's the feeling you're actually looking for? You know, is that um, fulfillment? Is it love? Is it connection? Like, what's the feeling you're after? Because 
if you struggle with this, you know, you can really just think about what feeling you want to manifest and work on visualizations to elicit that feeling within you. And what happens is you're naturally in a state of vibrating at the frequency to attract situations and experiences that feel like that. So if you're mm. looking to attract a partner and you want to feel you want to feel that love, you want to feel that love vibration, then visualize it. Because the interesting thing with the mind is that it doesn't know whether or not you're imagining something or it's actually real. From a physiological standpoint, it's the same experience. And there's been multiple studies done on, on the brain where people are actually performing a task, let's say pushing a button with their finger versus imagining themselves pushing a button with the fin- with their finger and they get the same um, results in the brain. It shows up the same. So your imagination is incredibly powerful. And when you're able to visualize yourself in a relationship and you feel the feeling because you're seeing it in your mind, there's really no difference between it actually happening and not happening. And then you start to feel a sense of peace with it, ironically. And then you're in that state of, you know what, I don't need it to happen because I can activate that feeling of love within me at any time. I can go to that Mm. place. And then suddenly you don't feel the need for it because you're able to feel it through your own visualization process. I love this so much because I think me and Eva have been, it's so funny. We almost manifested this episode because we've been talking so much about manifestation. And I feel like personally, I've had a lot of blocks when it it comes to it because of things that I've tried in the past that didn't work or I'll just overthink it. And everything you're saying is resonating so, so hard. And to go back to this same example I was bringing up, sorry, I keep talking about myself. I like in my narcissism <laughs> recovery it's it's fine but um but <laughs> when I broke up with that last guy the one thing I said to Tiffany was like all I want is to have fun that's literally all I care about right now and ever since I was a little kid when I thought about like wanting a boyfriend I just wanted someone to have fun with because I was like a very isolated child and I just wanted like a little like playmate to always have fun with you know and so yeah when we broke up I was like all I want I just want to have fun like I just want to have a fun summer I don't care I'm not even downloading dating apps I don't care about dating I just want to have fun and then this guy who I was seeing before who's like the most fun guy I've ever dated who I have so much fun with of course like just comes right back into my life and it just flows seamlessly but I careful what you wish for (laughs) yeah seriously I even said to Tiffany I was like I bet like now that I don't want it it's gonna fucking happen I had like 10 years I was like sitting around desperate for it but (laughs) yep yep that's what that's what happens it's like when the more playful you are with it and the less like serious you take it like oh I need this thing I need to expand then it it comes like it really just flows so easily I mean that's how I met my my partner I was not looking I wasn't in any place to where I was like wanting a relationship I was moving cities I was moving into a new home and I was like so happy with my life and just everything was amazing and then this person just floats right in and you're like what I wasn't expecting this but that's how it happens like when you're happy and you're living your life and you're just in you're passionate about what you're doing everything just happens that much faster it's like you're just in the flow so just to break this down instead of trying to like manifest something specific like let's use the example like a job like someone's unemployed and they really want a job go mm-hmm. deeper into it of finding that purpose probably that you're looking for that's within the, what the job is going to give you 
Yeah. I mean, I, I think when you're in a state of desperation of like, I really need a job. I mean, sometimes that can be challenging because there is like, I need to pay my bills, you know, right, right. some of that energy. But if you could focus on, okay, what is the feeling this job's going to give me? Oh, I'm going to feel free. I'm going to be able to pay my bills. How is that going to feel to be able to pay my bills with ease? And then practice mm-hmm. just visualizing yourself paying off all your bills, paying on time, like just that feeling of like, oh, this is really easy. This is fun. Or seeing yourself in the job, seeing yourself doing something that you really enjoy. Um, I would say don't just try to manifest a job just to manifest a job, but just really think about like, what would I enjoy doing? What do I want to do with my life? And how can I be of service? I think that's really the question I think a lot of people miss is, yes, there we want to be doing what we love, but how can it serve the world in a greater capacity? And through that experience of wanting to be of service, that's when I find things really open up the widest for us is because we are beyond the self. We're beyond just like, I want to have all this money and I want to do this, but there's a greater there's a greater purpose there and there's a greater sense of your mission. And I think that's when the most doors open for me in my life with my careers. Like where I really ask myself, how can I be of service and how can I, um, how can I better the world? And how can I make a positive impact? And when you get in touch with your passion and what really lights you up, that's when things you'll start to find the jobs, the people will contact you and you'll start to get inspired ideas of like, Oh, maybe I should reach out to this person or maybe I should apply for this job. Um, and you're in you're in an easier state about it instead of being in a desperate state. So true. Like it's so spot on everything you're saying. Hiva, did you have any uh, follow up with that? Yes. Sorry, I'm like taking it all in. I'm probably gonna re-listen to this episode a bunch <laughs> of times, honestly, and like take notes. Yeah, it just it was like clicking really hard for me for something me that I want to manifest. Where I was like, oh. That's actually what I want. Interesting. Do you think if someone, let's say, hasn't ever manifested anything before and they're listening to this and they're like, this is really hitting, do you think, and I honestly don't know, genuinely asking, do you think it's better to start baby steps and not go for something that they like really, really want and start maybe with something that they are like, I would like this, but I'm not like really needing it because again, don't want to come from a place of desperation. What's your advice on that? I would absolutely start with more playful things. I remember when I was first starting out, I would go for walks and I lived in LA at the time. So I would be walking by the beach and I would be like, I would really like to manifest a blue butterfly and then just let it go. You know, I'd really like to manifest a hummingbird and then I would just go enjoy my walk and then I'd see one. And when that happens, it reinvigorates you and it just gives you this faith that it works. And so you want to just start with like little things that you're not super attached to, but that would just be really fun if they happened, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And that's where I like to use the what if game. Like what if I, you know, ran into someone and we had like a really great time together? What if I saw X, Y, and Z? And you just kind of play with it instead of being needy about it. And then it's going to build your faith in the whole process. Because honestly, we, we're constantly manifesting stuff. Whenever I look like hell, I'm like, I'm going to run into someone. And I always do. <laughs> it so happens. it's like, we're manifesting so much. And I love your point of starting with little things to kind of build the confidence and then move on to the, the bigger stuff that you want. It's not necessarily like, oh, it, and people get hung up on this. Like, oh, I had a negative thought today. So that means I'm going to manifest it. No, not necessarily. If you have a 
consistency in your vibration of thinking negatively about things, then your vibration is really tuned to that frequency. Think of it like a radio station, right? The radio station frequencies are different and based on what you're tuned into is what you're going to hear. So if you're in a vibration of anger and you're just angry all the time, then you're in a frequency of where that's just what you're going to experience. You're going to be experiencing a lot of things that are on that wavelength with you. So you have to basically shift your frequency into tune into that station where there are things that you want to experience. And it comes from being able to recognize what your thought patterns are, to look at the things in your life that are happening on a pretty consistent basis, because those patterns are showing you what's active in your vibration. It's showing you what you are consistently thinking about. So if you can take a look at those things and go, okay, well, I don't really want to experience that anymore. So where is this coming from? Why, you know, why do I keep attracting people that um, can't reflect love back to me? Well, maybe there's a belief there that you're not lovable. Mm-hmm. Maybe you haven't really spent time working on yourself and loving yourself. And again, just using the information instead of being like, oh, I'm a victim and all this shit is happening to me. It's it's actually yeah. happening for you. It's happening yeah. to give mm-hmm. you that information. I love how everything you're saying, it's also everyone taking a level of accountability, right? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like we've lost that a lot. And me and Eva tend to be almost too self-aware and hold ourselves (laughs) probably too accountable for things. But I do really like that because it all does come back to you. And if a lot of the times when things are repeatedly happening repeatedly like one-offs mm-hmm. are different right like shit yeah. happens yeah but when it's a when it's a repetition when it's a pattern it's a hundred percent something either you're putting out or a decision you're making like at least 50 percent you right yeah yeah you have to take ownership for yourself otherwise you're going to always be a victim and people mm-hmm. that are always victims are always attracting things to validate their victim mentality and mm-hmm. That's where self-love really comes in because the moment that you can go, okay, yep, I've been creating this, there comes a sense of like, oh, you know, like there's that feeling of like, why would I do this? And all the guilt comes in and the shame, but you have to have an immense amount of self-love and compassion. You have to really understand that you, you are doing what you know best and you maybe didn't have the tools and maybe you didn't have the consciousness and awareness to create anything different than what you're experiencing. And that's okay. But from this moment and this point in time, with this awareness, you get to choose how it gets to be. And when you have the awareness, the ball's in your court. That makes complete sense. I feel like I'm sure this is resonating so much with whoever's listening to this. If someone is struggling with self-love, because I think we all kind of do to a certain degree, right? Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you've done that has helped you through your journey to you know, love yourself more, I guess. Yeah, a lot. I mean, a lot of things, but it started for me with um, recognizing that I had, you have an inner child. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of the, the core wounds that we have um, come from our childhoods and come from the way that we, you know, maybe experienced the lack of love or we didn't receive the love that we needed as children. Um, or maybe we were bullied or we had certain things happen to us that made us feel like we were unlovable. And it's recognizing that when you heal that inner child part of you, that you start to feel a sense of connection and reconnection with yourself. Because what happens is when we have this wounding in the inner child, we disconnect from ourselves. 
Right. And then from that space, we try to seek outside of our, ourselves for love and validation. And we're seeking and we're seeking. But what we have to do is turn around and look at ourselves and, and heal from the wounds that we have, the things that we've experienced, the traumas that we've gone through, and to give ourselves the love that we needed. And you do that through mm-hmm. meditation. Um, there's a lot of inner child practices that you can do, a lot of like yes. YouTube visualizations, things like that. Um, but bringing it back to the self and learning how to love yourself the way that you are, it's a process. It's a journey. Of course, yeah. You know, um, and it took me a while. I went through a process of healing a lot. Like I went through a lot of shit as a kid. And so it, it takes time and you just have to be committed to it. And it's it's a journey. And it's probably, you're, no one's ever at a hundred percent, right? Like we're all still going to have, and I think that's okay. I don't think you have to be at this like higher level, right? Or maybe you do, I don't know, to be manifesting <laughs> the stuff that you want. No, no. The, the idea, the very idea that you ever get to a destination of being quote unquote healed in and of itself is like, that's not even real. That's, it's not real Mm -hmm. because the the thing is you're not broken. You were never, you're never broken. It's, it's about, Oh, I've just had a whole bunch of downloads. Cause you think about yourself as a, as a computer program, right? So everything that you saw growing up, you literally were just absorbing. You were just Mm -hmm. learning how to operate as a human being in a third dimensional reality. So you're born and now your computer system is being downloaded with all this information. And then when you, when you grow up, all you're doing is projecting from those, those paradigms. You're project, projecting from those stories and things that you've learned. And so the whole idea is to recognize that and shift it, you know, and mm-hmm. see where you're, you're limiting yourself and see where you can make shifts and change your belief systems that are more in alignment with what you want to feel and what you want to create and what you want to experience. And so that's a big part of it. Everything you're saying is just so well-spoken. It's so perfect. I could listen to you for hours. I know. I'm. <laughs> he was like really impacted. I Yeah, I'm not even like talking. I'm just sitting here <laughs> taking it in. And honestly, I'm stressing about how quickly I can rewatch the Zoom because there's like a little bit of lag between the meeting ending and Zoom giving me the video. And I'm like, well, I have to rewatch it tonight. Like, I'm not going to be able to sleep. Like I have to sit and take notes. Okay. I I mean, I have so many questions. Okay, one I want to ask right now, for someone who's a little skeptical listening right now, who's like, okay, this like fucking woo-woo bullshit, like, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, can you give just like one or two examples of things that you or people you've seen have manifested? I mean, the TikTok one I thought was uh, unbelievable. Astounding. Amazing. Yeah, we want to put the doubters at rest. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty, that was probably the (laughs) fastest thing that I have manifested, I think. But I mean, I've manifested so many things. I'm just, I've really, really gotten so good at it that I will just think about something and then it literally will happen. Uh, for instance, let's see, I'm, I was living in LA and I was actually staying, I was staying with a friend and I had a dog. And if you live in LA, you know how difficult it is to find an apartment with a dog. It's like incredibly mm-hmm. challenging. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I am just going to visualize myself. And I was sitting there doing a visualization of myself in my apartment, um, what it would look like and what it would feel like. And I was visualizing, I wanted an ocean view. I wanted to be able to see the ocean from it. And so I did it for like three days. And then all of a sudden I got this feeling, it was like an intuitive hit to go on Craigslist 
And so I'm looking on Craigslist and I see that there was this apartment that had been posted. I'm like, okay. And I reached out, uh, went to go visit the the apartment. She's like, yeah, that we just got on the market today. Uh, the apartment was in my price range, exactly what I had been visualizing. And so she's like, well, this is the, actually the best unit in the building. And um, I said, do you take dogs? And she goes, well, we don't usually, but your dog's really cute. So we'll, we can make an exception. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that. okay. <laughs> and so she takes she takes me up to the apartment and I walk in. And I was like, holy shit, this was exactly what I had visualized mm-hmm. down to the color of the flooring, to the kitchen and the, the countertops. And then I walk into uh, the bedroom and there's an ocean view. I mean, it was a little ocean view, but it was an ocean view. Yeah. And I was like okay, this is such confirmation that this is the right place for me. And it just, as soon as I walked in, I could feel the resonance. It was like I had walked into the visualization. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've d- I did that with the house that I'm currently living in. I mean, I was living in a, um, like it was a one bedroom apart- apartment, nothing special, but I was like, you know what? I want a house and I want a house with a backyard and I want a house that has three bedrooms so I can have an office and I did the same process. I had visualized it. I saw myself in the kitchen making dinner and, you know, letting the dog out in the backyard. And I just would let myself play in the visualization of it. And I went to go looking at houses and I walked into the house that I'm in now. And I was like, holy shit, here's another example of it's literally was in my mind. And now I'm walking into it. And um, it's just such an example. It's such a prime example of like, it starts at the mind first and then Mm -hmm. it becomes physical. It becomes physical reality. And whatever you can conceive of in your mind, you can experience in reality. Mm-hmm. So play with it, you know? This might be a really stupid question, but that's fine. Do you think there's the best time of day or when you're when you're trying to manifest to do it? Like, should you do it in the morning when you wake up? Should you do it at night? I always come up with my best ideas in the shower. Should I just be manifesting in the shower and with water and everything? It's pretty much coming down all over me. Like that might be the best place. Yes. I love to manifest in the shower. And and one thing I like to do in the shower is speak things out loud. Um, It's like my favorite thing to do is just to be like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I got, you know, whatever I'm trying to manifest. It feels so good. This is so amazing. I can't believe it happened. It happened so fast. This is so much fun. And I just really like get myself into an emotional state of it being amazing. And then when I walk out of the shower, I just set the intention that I'm jumping into the reality where I'm experiencing that particular thing. I love that. Everyone's doing that now. (laughs) Yes. I highly recommend it. I'm about to take a steam after this. I'm going to do this exactly. Um, So one thing that I'm trying to manifest right now, this is probably the biggest thing, is I really want to move somewhere warm and on a beach just for the winter. Like I want to live in New York the rest of the year. And so that's what's really hard for me because I basically have to pay two rents Mm -hmm. for a few months which I have no idea how I'd manage and like, you know, just the logistics, moving a dog, where to go. And I don't care where. I just want it to be warm on a beach and like I want to have fun while I'm there. Um, So do I hop in the steam room and like visualize myself on a beach, like having fun, hanging out with people, things like that? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't, don't let your mind slip into the logistics. Don't even Mm -hmm. worry about that because the moment you go into logistics, you have now introduced doubt 
you have now introduced, mm. I don't know, you know, but I have a dog and I have this. And now mm. you're putting it like, think of it like a train, right? You're sitting here visualizing with where you want to go and you want to be on the beach and you've got all this momentum towards your desire. But then as soon as you go, but what about this? You're now putting a train going mm. in the opposite direction. So your momentum is not going as fast. You've now introduced this momentum going the other direction. Mm. So just see yourself doing it, see yourself having fun, visualize it, and really introduce the five senses. Because the more you can experience it from a like visceral experience, like you want to smell the ocean, you want to feel the sand beneath your feet, you want to feel the sun on your skin, you want to be listening to the music you're going to be listening to when you're on the beach, like you want to bring in all the qualities, like what is the margarita taste like that you're drinking, like introduce everything. So this experience is so real to you that you are literally a vibrational match and it can't not happen. It will happen. Mm -hmm. It has to happen. It's by law of the universe. It's just whether or not you're going to allow it and whether or not you're going to actually take action to make it happen. And see, that's where a lot of people sometimes fall short um, is that we're always being given inspired action to take, but we have free will whether or not we're going to take it. Mm -hmm. And so you may get it a inclination to go, I'm going to check out this Airbnb in Florida, you know, and or wherever, I don't know why it's in Florida, but somewhere that's, that's warm and sunny. And I'm going to check this out and just see, you know, and just explore that and see what it's like. And then you may get this other idea and it's just following those little nudges is what's going to lead you even closer to what you're wanting to attract. So you can't just sit still, but act from a place of inspired action um, and yeah. not ne- necessity. You don't want to try to force it, mm-hmm. but be inspired to act. Because I've had friends that are just are get super hardcore into it, but they don't do anything. I'm like, mm-hmm. bitch, you can't just be manifesting, like visualizing a, like a hot guy in your life. You also have to like go to the, you know, go out and like meet people. Like you can't just sit in your room. He's not going to fall from the ceiling right. on top of you. That would be amazing, but it's not going to happen. So right. it, it's being in that mindset that also gives you ideas of how to also get there. Yes. You have and to be active. You do. I mean, <laughs> in, it's not about forcing anything. It's not about hustle. Right. I don't believe anything is quote unquote hard. It's just a matter of, are you going to tune in and listen to what your guidance is giving you? And are you going to act on it? Because it's up to you. And choice is everything. You, you are always given the choice, whether or not you're going to follow through with something or not, but it's up to you. And I think that that's where a lot of people just kind of get stuck. They allow their limiting beliefs to, to get in the way of like, you know, I, I don't know if I should do that or if I go out to the bar, what if I, you know, don't look a certain way or what if people reject me and, and they never take action on it. Yeah. And that's where the quantum jumping comes in that I find really helpful is that when you visualize yourself in the version of who you want to be, like, let's say you're feeling your best, you're, you're confident, you're just in love with yourself, you're in love with life, you're just radiating all this positive energy. If you can tap into that version of you, it's going to make it more likely for you to take action in your life because you already feel that version of yourself. You already feel that it exists and you can already mentally wrap your mind around the possibility of being that version of yourself. So mm-hmm. Tap into where you want to be. Tap into the version of yourself that you want to experience. And the more that you do that, the more you're going to feel the rhythm of what's the, what that's like. And it'll be easier for you to take action because your mind subconsciously now knows that it's possible. You've expanded yourself to the possibility that it actually can exist for you. And it does. 
On that note, I have a question about dating apps. So I feel like a lot of people want to manifest partnership, but then aren't on dating apps and don't go on dating apps. And I'm not saying you have to be on dating apps to meet someone. You can meet people otherwise. But, you know, it's 2021. That is kind of the primary way that people meet each other. Would you say, and by the way, I used to be one of these people also, so I'm not yeah, like shutting on anyone. I'm fully owning this. Yeah. Um, would you say that someone who is like that, and, uh, you know, I would say it would be like, well, it just doesn't feel aligned or like it just doesn't feel like, do you think that that's coming out of a place of fear and resistance or something like that? I think it's, I think it's different for everybody. You'd have to really take a look at what your belief systems are. For me personally, every time I would go to sign up or even think about it, I would feel like a, like a pit in my stomach of like, eh, it just doesn't, it didn't resonate with me because I had a really deep desire to want it to happen organically. So if you subconsciously really want the experience to happen organically, but you're trying to force yourself onto a dating app to try to make it happen you're subconsciously going to block yourself from letting it happen. So you have a different desire, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So the point Wait, is, real quick, yeah. Tiffany, sorry. No, uh, and you ahead. don't have to answer this. So you did meet your partner organically. Yes. Okay. I did. Yeah. And interestingly enough, I was fully in my purpose when it happened. And I think that is a big piece of it. Um, I was just, I had been doing my life coaching, um, and manifestation coaching, and he reached out to me on Instagram and was actually thinking about leaving his job and wanting to pursue coaching. And he asked if he could, you know, we can meet for coffee and he could pick my brain one day about coaching. And it was like instant connection. Like we just knew right away mm. that that's it. That was it. But that was, that was how I wanted it to happen. Like mm. I really wanted it to happen really in a, in a pure way where it didn't feel forced. And anytime I was feeling myself force it, I was like, nope, this isn't how I want it to be. So what I'm getting is if you want something, but doing something specific feels inauthentic and that's not how you want it, don't force it. Don't force, don't force anything. It. But also don't just sit on your couch and expect it to fall into your lap, right? Exactly. The, there's, okay. there's, a, there's a middle ground there. Mm -hmm. Like if you're... Mm -hmm really wanting something to happen to the point of desperation, you should not take action in that space. Mm -hmm. Don't take action because it's coming from desperation. So instead yeah. what you want to do is get yourself to feeling good, feeling confident, feeling in love with your life, working on yourself, finding things that make you happy, being in your passion, but don't try to force the fit because then you're going to find a relationship that's maybe not so healthy because it's coming from a place of lack. It's coming from a place of um, you not genuinely loving yourself and loving your life. And you're looking for something outside of yourself to fill the void. So I would say, look at where your voids are and look at why you want a relationship. Why do you want to be with somebody? What are you really looking to find from that? Because every relationship should be about what you can give, not what you can get. So if you're looking to get something right from there, someone, right? That's it. Yeah. You nailed it. That's a hundred percent it. A hundred percent. Sorry, go on. I love that so much. Yes. I mean, so see, look at yourself and say, you know, what do I have to offer in a relationship? What, you know, what about me is really interesting. And if you can't think of anything, then that's you needing to explore yourself more. You need to figure mm -hmm. out what lights you up. If you were to sit at a, and have a date with somebody, what are you going to talk about? You know, what are the things that you're passionate about? 
and and think about that. If you if you can't genuinely express the things like your favorite books or maybe your favorite artists or the things that you really enjoy doing, then that just means you need to spend more time getting to know yourself. You need to spend more time doing those things by yourself so that when you do meet someone, you have something to connect on and you have something to share. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, you're such a fucking queen. Like I think oh, everyone yeah. needs someone like you in their life and on some yeah. level and be you, you also on some level, on every level, <laughs> be you. You're so amazing. Like everything yeah. you say, like I'm probably going to like just be sitting in this for the rest of the night and hopefully rest of my life. Like I think everything you're sharing is honestly life changing. Yeah. I I mean, I hope everyone's taking notes or going to re-listen to this. Honestly, with the last thing you said, I've been thinking about it in terms of my career and a lot of my career goals, I think are coming out of a place of validation, like needing validation. And I, now I'm trying to think like trying to reframe it as like, okay, like what am I trying to give to the world instead of like, what am I trying to get from, you know, having like certain types of success? Yeah. Cause that's, that's an, it's an energy exchange, you know? And if Mm -hmm. you're just constantly trying to get, 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 you're going to be in this place of it not happening because you're not exchanging the energy. It works this way with everything, with money. You know, if you're constantly hoarding money and you're never letting the money come out, then there's an imbalance, you know, Mm -hmm. and you have to be able to exchange energy and it's in the form of service. The more that you give and the more you have to offer the world and the more that you put out from a place of love and genuine service, then the more the universe is going to give it right back to you. That's the way that it works. It's just Mm -hmm. the law of that, that balance, you know, what you give, what you get. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. I mean, thank you for, I don't want to keep you like all this time you spent with us. I, it's just, it's insane. Everything you've shared it, like it's been what 50 minutes. And I think it's just been so fucking groundbreaking. Honestly, it's incredible. Where can he, did you want to say anything else or have anything else? I mean, honestly, I could sit here and talk to you for like seven hours, but I do want you to share where can people find you? If there's anything you want to plug, just literally anything that you want to share, please feel free. Well, thank you so much, first of all, for your very kind words. I received that and I really appreciate it. And (laughs) um, this, I mean, I have something I've been working on for a while and it's really just come out of like my pure desire and passion to want to teach manifestation. And so I'm in the process of building something called Quantum Manifestation Academy, which is actually going to be a school. It's like a 12 week school where I'm literally just going to teach every single thing that I know about manifestation, um, how to apply it to your life, how to clear limiting beliefs, how to use reality shifting. Um, You're going to understand neuroscience and how the brain works, how to shift mindset, and then also how to use quantum physics to jump timelines to shift into those different realities. And I'm really excited about it because it's just, it's going to be such a beautiful container. Um, So that's coming soon. And if you want to know more, you can go to my website at thequantumblonde.com. You can just kind of follow. I have all my resources there and I'll be launching more information about it on my Instagram, which is the.quantumblonde.com. And then I'm on TikTok too. So I post a lot of like tips about manifestation on TikTok. It's just a fun way to get the info out there. Do you yeah. do one-on-one coaching? You kind of mentioned it. I do. do. Yeah, I do one-on-one private coaching. Um, so if anyone wanted to work with me in kind of a okay. more intimate container, I do that as well. Um, and you can apply for coaching. I really, I do it by application only just to make sure that we are a, a fit, a good fit. 
um, because I wouldn't want to waste anybody's time and just want to make sure that they would get the most out of it by working with me. Um, So the application process is on my website as well if anybody wanted to do uh, one-on-one coaching. Yes. And we'll have everything in the show notes as well for you guys to see. We will. And just a quick word. I have a feeling about this. I don't know how much longer you're going to be able to take one-on-one clients. I have a feeling you're going to blow up (laughs) to a point where soon it's going to be just the academy. And so if someone listening is wanting to work one-on-one with Lindsay, I would hop on it immediately before she stops taking (laughs) one-on-one clients. (laughs) Exactly what you just said is what I have been manifesting. So thank you for validating that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's going to happen very soon. So (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Yes, for sure. We'll be in touch. Okay. Thanks, Lindsay. Bye. Bye.